You may have heard that most people who are black have O blood type. O is commonly needed for emergencies. But did you know one in three of us is a match for patients with sickle cell disease? Regardless of blood type, every day our blood saves lives and eases the pain of those living with sickle cell. Donate blood at Red Cross to help us save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. Okay, real talk. When did paying someone back become social media? What do you mean? Like, say I want to see what you're doing and who you're hanging with, and you're not posting about it on your story. I can just stalk your pay app and find out what you're doing. Oh, yeah, that's weird. You do that? No, I don't do that. I use Apple Cash. It's built into your iPhone, easy and secure. You can send and receive money right in messages and keep it between friends, and then use that money to buy something at a store with Apple Pay. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Maybe. Shh. Services are provided by Green Dot Bank, member FDIC. Terms apply. What you see when you see a picture says more about you than the people in the picture. Ooh, that's a good one. And for art to be subjective, people really be getting in their feelings when somebody else has an opinion about something. Let me stop that. Dead ass. Hey, I'm Kadeen. And I'm DeVal. And we're the Ellises. You may know us from posting funny videos with our boys. And reading each other publicly as a form of therapy. Wait, I make you need therapy? Most days. Wow. (laughs) Oh, and one more important thing to mention. We're married. Yes, sir, we Mm -hmm. are. We created this podcast to open dialogue about some of life's most taboo topics. Things most folks don't want to talk about. Through the lens of a millennial married couple. Deadass is a term that we say every day. So when we say deadass, we're actually saying facts. 100. The truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. (laughs) We about to take Pillow Talk to a whole new level. Deadass starts right now. I'm going to take you guys back to, I think it was 2000 and, I know it was 2018. Way back at the time. Yes. Kadeen and I were in Seaview Park. Um, this was summer of 2018. We had started to kind of grow a little bit in social media. Mm-hmm. Um, I the had Cavs about, was born at this the point. The Cavs was born. I had about 200 and something thousand followers. I think you had about 50 something thousand followers at the time. Mm-hmm. And... We were walking through Seville Park. Your brother was coming to take pictures. And I was like, yo, babe, you like, you know, you look great. Like, it's the summertime. You got, you got your body back. And you was like, I'm feeling good. So we took a picture. And in the picture, Kadeem was in the foreground. And in the background, it's me holding Cairo's hand. I had Kaz in my arms. And I had Jackson in my other hand. Mm-hmm. And you were in the front with your hand on your hip in an empowering uh, pose. Right. And I posted the picture. And the caption on the picture was about me being proud of you and what you've been able to accomplish having these three kids and getting back in front of the camera and doing well and blah, 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 blah. And there were a couple comments that turned into a lot of comments Mm -hmm. when a couple people felt like, I don't know why the black man has to be in the back of the picture Mm -hmm. holding the baby, like why he can't be in the front. And of course, people started to you know, interject their thoughts and ideas. And it became a thing at the bottom of the picture. Mm -hmm. And it no longer became about the empowerment of you, but about why DeVal had to be in the back holding the kids. Mm -hmm. And I remember in that moment realizing like, wow, I didn't think Mm -hmm. that that picture was going to evoke that type of reaction from people. Right. But I learned my lesson. And they probably bypassed the caption. 
Yes. Where you were trying to empower me. But again, yes. it's people's idea of looking at a picture and what that means. Yes. Mm, interesting. Sounds familiar. Something's happening. <laughs> I know. Recently. recently. Something's happened recently. We'll unpack talk that about it. For sure. So this karaoke is dedicated to some of the comments that I saw <laughs> when we were looking at the photo of Rihanna and ASAP Rocky. Uh-huh. And their son. Um, and their son right after the Super Bowl came out. Mm -hmm. And one of the comments that came out was says, who cares? That's just her baby daddy. That's not even... <laughs> Her husband. So this song is dedicated to that comment. Yeah. That's just my baby daddy. Ooh, that's that? just my baby, baby daddy. daddy. Ooh, that's just my baby, baby daddy. daddy. Ooh, that's hey. just my baby, baby daddy. daddy. Hey. First and foremost, I want to say this. Everybody doesn't believe in marriage. Mm -hmm. So just because two people aren't married, right. just giving them the title of that's just the baby daddy right. is your idea of what trifling. that is. That's trifling as hell, right? <laughs> and that's it's fucked up, to be honest, <laughs> because... I know some good partnerships where people are not married who are That's doing way better than people who are actually married. Amazing co-parents. And living living in a very toxic household as married people. Right. So, and um, marriage is not the aspiration for many, so... And it's not the aspiration for everyone. That's so it. sometimes people choose that their lifestyle is going to be this. But um, mm -hmm. that was that comment. Because to me, that was the funniest comment. Was right. that... Who cares where he is? That's just her baby daddy. It's not like that's her husband. And I was like, wow, that's really your thought process yeah. about the whole thing. That's kind yeah. of messed up. But like I said in the beginning, what you feel about a picture says a lot more about you than it does about the people in the picture. So we're going to take a quick break. Okay. We're going to get back. Get back. I want to ask you a couple questions because, you know, you think about Ooh. Hollywood and, and what's being... Emasculation. Um, also, Jonathan Major's picture oh, Ebony, yeah. on the oh, Ebony yeah, cover. Oh, yeah, the Ebony cover. So, yeah, yes. let's unpack some of that. I'd be interested to know what you think. Okay. Stick around, y'all. Hey, what's good, y'all? I think it's important for you to understand why black representation in media is important. It's important because the media represents how people view us. And it's important that they understand that black people are not a monolithic people. That is a fact. And the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct varied and nuanced as the black experience itself. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get your podcasts. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Listen, y'all, losing two loved ones in a matter of six months, it can be a lot. And a lot of times when you're dealing with grief, you have a lot to get off your chest with your family. That's absolutely right. You know, people carry around all different types of stresses, big and small. When you keep them bottled up, it can start to affect you negatively. And therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to kind of figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash deadass today to get 10% off your first visit. That's BetterHelp, 
H-E-L-P dot com slash deadass. There's power in every purchase because every time we buy a black lead brand, we make room for another black lead brand. And y'all know I love my lip bar products. That's just one to name a few. There is a whole collection of black lead products that fit into your daily routine. Show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. That's right, y'all. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. That's right. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black-owned products you can add to your daily routine. You may be aware that most people who are black have O blood type. O is commonly needed for emergencies and life-saving measures. But did you know one in three of us is a match for patients with sickle cell disease? You, along with the American Red Cross, regardless of your blood type, can help by donating blood. Every day, our blood saves lives and eases the pain for those living with sickle cell. When you donate blood, there is a direct positive impact within our community. Right now, there is great need for blood donations in the African-American community. Every donation counts and makes a difference in someone's life. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. So we're back. All right now. So we're talking um, the emasculation of the black man. Yes. Particularly in Hollywood, what that looks like. So many different opinions floating around out there. You know, the social media world gets very you know, convoluted very quickly um, the minute stuff like this comes out. But uh, going back to your story time and um, thinking about that moment, you know, I know that you as my husband, who's very secure in your manhood Mm. and your masculinity and who you are as the leader, protector, provider of our household. Mm. um, I think in that security that you have and that confidence that you have, you're always okay putting me in the forefront. Yes. Um. And not feeling a way about that because you feel like, no. okay, my wife within her own right can do her own things. Absolutely. But I choose to Absolutely. showcase her or highlight her Absolutely. or celebrate her in this moment. Yes. And I'm very much a father, very much an active father. Yes. Um, very much an active husband. So if I have all my boys that I'm juggling yes. and we're all standing behind my wife, it's also a protection thing that we have, right? Yes. You think about the protect the queen that we've enacted with the yes. boys. And yes. I don't go anywhere. Even if DeVal's not around, I don't go anywhere without them boys being around they know what me. it is they, they know, know what they're going to support me and they're going to protect me um and that's the imagery that we choose to put forward yes um that shows a reflection in of that, our family in that moment in that moment yes. right but there's also too the waymaker cover that we did recently yes right um and you can explain the position of the family in that because people could have said the same thing that they're saying about the rihanna picture in a sense not, not necessarily similarly we, though, we made very clear choices with that because Art is about choices. Of course. And how we want the picture to be received. Well, what I'm thinking of, though, the reason I say like Rihanna's picture is because in that image, right, she's in the forefront. But it's not the same. So go ahead and unpack that picture for us then, babe. Like why the positioning was important for you in that shot. So in that moment, and this is what I think people forget about art, Mm -hmm. right? Art is about moments, right? Art doesn't encompass your whole family, your whole life, all the time in one picture. Art is about the moment. Mm-hmm. In that moment in Seaview Park, I was so very proud of you because you had just delivered our third child at home in the water. You had just made a decision that you were going to get back in front of the camera. Mm-hmm. And for me in that moment, it was 
This is about Kadeem. Let me empower her. Mm -hmm. I got the kids mm -hmm. at this point because for the first part of our marriage, you were having babies and I was in the forefront. Right. Right. When I was playing football, I was in the forefront. Mm -hmm. When I was doing MSG Varsity and was opening up the gym and doing all the things with the business, I was in the forefront and you supported me. Yeah. So for me in this moment, it was let me support my wife and empower her, putting her in the forefront and make it so and make it very clear that she is not the caretaker in this moment. Mm -hmm. I am the caretaker. She going to go and be about her business. Mm -hmm. That was my choice in that moment. That didn't encompass our whole family. Right. But what I did notice when I was reading a lot of the comp the comments mm -hmm. were some some men and some women were just like, I don't know why every time we show the black family, and this was 2018, a lot of people didn't know us. Mm -hmm. Why the black man has to be in the back and the black woman always has to be in the front? Why do we always emasculate black men? Mm -hmm. And what it showed me in that moment was, wow, a lot of people are triggered by what they go through and what they see. Not even listening or reading the caption. Mm -hmm. Not seeing what we're trying to encompass in that moment, mm -hmm. they're in. They're trying to say this picture embodies their whole family the whole all dynamic, the time, the entire time, right? And I want to take that to ASAP and Rihanna. People have asked me, "What do I think about the cover?" Mm -hmm. I personally thought it was great. Rihanna's coming out of retirement. Mm -hmm. She just had his baby. Mm -hmm. She's doing the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. She's a billionaire. Right. When I first saw the cover, all I thought was, "Wow, she took a break to." be home with her family, build the family, mm -hmm. create the family because women are the vessel of life. Now she's stepping back into the forefront. Mm -hmm. When I saw ASAP, I'm like, yo, he's the father. Holding it down. Yeah. Holding, it, holding it down so his wife can go do her thing. Mm -hmm. well, That's not what wife, I thought. they're not married. We're not married, so. right. Not married, but... Yeah. His, his child's mother can go do, and she's pregnant again now, mm -hmm. so they're gonna have another and child. More than child's mother, they're in a relationship. Yes, like that's that's yes. his, his girlfriend. I guess yes. you can say right. Mm -hmm. So, and I don't, I, we don't know because they're not public. We don't know if they're engaged or if they're planning nuptials. We really don't know. Right. But when I saw the picture, I felt like, oh shit, that's dope. Mm -hmm. And then the comments started to come out. Right. And one of my homegirls, Tiffany, was just like, "Yo, like, why does everything have to be about emasculating the black man?" And what I was trying to explain to her was that other people's opinions about the picture are their opinions. And oftentimes they're triggered by their own personal experiences. Mm -hmm. So if another man sees that and he feels like this is an emasculation agenda, that's what he feels. That's how the picture made him feel. Mm -hmm. When you present art to the world, there's going to be different opinions. Sure. What we have to stop doing is expecting other people to agree with how that art is supposed to make us feel. Mm -hmm. That man had that opinion about ASAP and, and Rihanna. That's his opinion. It's not my job to convince him that his opinion is wrong. That's how it made him feel. Mm -hmm. What I can only do is tell him what I saw based on my opinion. And then we talk about it and be like, oh, I learned this from you or you learned this from me or we can agree to disagree. But it doesn't have to be a thing where I now have to convince everybody else that my opinion is the most valid. Mm -hmm. It's just trying to understand how people come up with those with opinions. Those, yeah. And the reason why I wanted to talk about that first before we get into the Waymaker mm -hmm. is because when it was presented to me to do the cover and us to do the family issue of the cover, mm -hmm. we were very deliberate about how we wanted to represent our family. Right. 
And you're talking now transitioning to transitioning the Waymaker way cover, way cover that, that we did. did okay. Right? Mm -hmm. And the only reason why I'm bringing this up is because I want to talk about the artistic aspect of how we decide to do our... Right. Because people have to understand, too, with photo shoots, typically there is not... They don't just go to the shoot and then, right. you know, just act as if things happen on the spot. A lot of things are very right. well thought out. There's mood boards. There's discussion. What's the angle that we're trying to take? Right. What are we trying to evoke here? Right. Like, a lot of that goes into a photo shoot. So Fashion. It's, yes. Lights. Yes. Wardrobe. Everything. 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 Mood, all of that, because it can completely change the mm -hmm. whole entire image. So that was important for us with the with the Waymaker shoot. Yes. And we took several different pictures. Mm -hmm. And I felt all the pictures told a different story. story. And the biggest thing was, and this is what people don't realize, is how important makeup, lighting, and fashion is with photography. Mm -hmm. So the picture we selected for Wayfair, and the reason why I want to use this as an example is because I can only tell you what we went through. We can't tell y'all what We're Rihanna and ASAP and how yeah. they chose, but I can tell you how we chose to do our cover. Mm -hmm. We started with wardrobe mm -hmm. and a mood board, what mm -hmm. we wanted to build out. Right. After you build out the right wardrobe, then it's hair. Mm -hmm. Hair and makeup, and then it's lighting. Mm -hmm. Then it's outside. We have to find a background, mm -hmm. right? So... We chose the big dress for Kadeen. We mm -hmm. chose the tuxedo for me. Mm -hmm. All the boys. And the reason why we chose those is because we wanted it to be an elevated version of Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. So we wanted it to be still the Brooklyn Ellis's. Right. So we so chose we, the stoop. We got the stoop. In yeah. Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. And the boys were all going to be in an ele elevated version of casual wear. Right. And my dress, I was really trying to go for something different, right? Because mm -hmm. you guys usually see me in something more form-fitting and, you know, glitzy and glam. But I was mm -hmm. trying to do something a little bit more... I can't say subtle because the dress was a big tool It was dress. not subtle at all. It <laughs> there was, was nothing subtle, subtle about it. It was right. just a different style, a different yes. take on Kadeen. Right. So we took a whole bunch of different photos. One had Kadeen at the bottom so they can see the dress go through the bottom. And then I was at the top and then all the boys mm -hmm. were at the top of the stairs. But then we were kind of like, eh, does this really it represent our family? It looks disconnected. Of, yeah. So then we landed on Kadeen being in the middle. One, because it showed the full dress and all the tooling. Mm-hmm. Two, she was surrounded by all of the men in her life for protection. Yes. And three, I was at the top of the stair mm -hmm. holding our youngest child, mm -hmm. which in our mind shows the full structure of our family. Right. Deval is the leader. I'm mm -hmm. the leader. But Kadeen is the queen. Yep. Protect the queen. She was the centerpiece mm -hmm. of the photo. So what we decided, I sat down with Josh and Matt and we were like, yo, what do you think about this photo? I said, it says a lot. Because we did that. We're like, what does we, this photo say? What does photo say? say? Like, right. we said that about every single photo that was taken. And what does it say in this moment? Yes. Because this is the moment. Mm -hmm. And in our eyes, this is what the photo said. Deval is holding the youngest in a position of protection. He is slightly behind Kadeen in a, a position of protection, but he's at the top of the stairs. Kadeen is the centerpiece of the family. She's the only woman. Mm -hmm. She's in the middle for protection, but she's also the centerpiece. Mm -hmm. So you have the leader and you have the centerpiece. Mm -hmm. That's how we sat down and figured out this would be the best way to represent our family right. in this moment. In this moment on a Now, cover. that does not mean that if Kadeen books a daytime talk show and she's about to go on a world tour for speaking engagement and has a book coming out, and if Waymaker asks us to do another cover, mm -hmm. Kadeen is not going to be in the front holding my hand with me holding the kids because in that moment, it's all about, about Kadeen. Right. And that's what I think people are missing about mm -hmm. the ASAP and Rihanna right. picture. It wasn't just a regular family shoot on a no, random day. it wasn't. It wasn't the it wasn't. introduction to the baby photo shoot either. No, it wasn't about the baby. It right. wasn't about ASAP. It was about Rihanna 
being mm-hmm. introduced back into society as now a billionaire, but also just doing the Super Bowl and saying, hey, I'm about to get back into what I normally do. Mm-hmm. So what I think people are missing is the artistic aspect of what photos mean, but also in the moment. <laughs> Don't take away the moment. No, no one says this is our family structure and this is what it represents all the time. Right. This is the moment. But I'm also not going to discredit how people feel when they see the picture mm-hmm. because it's art. Art is supposed to make you feel a way. If you're a man, and particularly a black man, and the reason why I say black man is because historically, black men have not been held in a position of power when it comes to white publications. Neither have black women. But we are living in a time of women empowerment, and we see more black women being um, honored and praised in these situations. And I feel like a lot of black men feel like, when is it going to be our turn? And I will say this. I've had this argument with a lot of my colleagues about things that they see on Instagram and social media. You tend to see what you search. So if you search the same stuff over and over again, and it's pictures and videos of black men being emasculated or or denigrated, that's what you're going to see. Well, I mean, anybody can find supporting evidence for any whatever their argument is. Exactly. So, and that's my point. My point is social media has made it where, where you constantly search one thing it gets fed to your phone. So then your reality, your reality becomes what you searched. You understand what I'm saying? So rather than searching how many black men have been emasculated or the denigration of black men or the denigration of black families, how about we start searching the empowerment and start looking for the reasons we should be proud so that those can be fed to our phone so we can get out of this narrative mm-hmm. that is only happening in this one moment because that's just not true. You said that, you you, you just said that... Um you don't feel like black men have ever been viewed in a position of power in publications. Right, in, in European-based been... publications. Okay, because I was about to say, we probably had some black men on some covers. You have Jonathan Majors, for example. Oh, no, absolutely. With but, uh, Ebony recently. But that's not a European publication. Right. Ebony is a black it's publication. a black publication, right. But what I'm saying is when we talk about the black family mm-hmm. in publications, mm-hmm. um, typically it's the black man is not celebrated in European publications with the black family. It's not. And I'll give you an example. Um, If you follow sports, it is well known that the black single mom narrative in sports is celebrated. They talk about LeBron's mom all the time. They talk about KD's mom. But then when you have a guy like LeVar Ball, Mm -hmm. right, who's demonstrative and wants to make sure his sons get the best, he's demonized, Mm -hmm. right? And for people who'd be like, oh, well, LeVar Ball is crazy, when Archie Manning was trying to control everything about his sons being drafted and and was refusing for the Chargers to draft... uh, Was it Eli Payne? No, it wasn't. It was Eli Manning. It was Archie Manning. Archie Manning is the the dad. Well, the dad, yeah. But he was trying Mm -hmm. to control where Eli Manning got drafted. No Mm -hmm. one said that he was overstepping. Mm-hmm. It was, wow, this is a dad right. who's trying to do the best Be thing there for, for his, his, kid. his kids. You know, yep. when when uh, King Richard, mm-hmm. Richard Williams, was trying mm-hmm. to make sure that his daughters were protected and did things the way he wanted, oh, yeah. he was demonized. demonized for you sure. know, So I feel like there is a long history of black men in, in powerful positions who try to lead for their families, get demonized for being what they want to be for their families. Well, what about, be- so in terms of being there, for their families in the position mm-hmm. that they want to be. Who's to say that ASAP is ASAP is not perfectly okay holding out a fort with the baby, changing diapers and all that, while his woman is out there 
making her moves again. I feel you. That's, you know, and, and I think nobody even investigates if that was even a, a discussion that they might have had. Like he looked like he was very much enjoying her 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 Super Bowl performance from the sidelines, right, right. not trying to make it about him either. Right. Right. He just seemed like he was enjoying right. the show, like everybody else supporting his woman. Well, I can, why can't that be the case? I can tell you this: that picture did not get to publication without the approval of Rihanna. And ASAP. Mm-hmm. Like, no one is going to just allow their likeness to be used without saying, oh, I sure. didn't approve Especially of it. Especially Rihanna. I know so, she, she was probably all up in that. So sure. clearly, they're both okay with not only the picture, but the dynamic of how their family exists and is being presented to the world in this moment, mm-hmm. which is fine. You know what I'm saying? Which I think is perfectly fine. But I think people forget about the moment. That, and that, to me, I want, if, if you walk away from anything from this podcast, understand that we're talking about the moment, Right. What we have to stop doing as consumers of content is taking a picture and saying that this picture represents everything, everything in this totality. It means it represents the black family and it represents the black family in eternity. Mm-hmm. It's not. This picture represents Rihanna and ASAP and their child in that moment. Mm-hmm. Because it could be another photo that comes out of them on another cover, which is completely different in mm-hmm. a, a couple months. You know what I'm saying? And that that leads me to also... The Jonathan Majors cover, mm-hmm. right? Ebony did the cover with Jonathan Majors. I don't know who saw it, but it was Valentine's you, Day, Valentine's uh, Day, edition, yeah, February. And it was one where he had the jean, the jean, the high jean boots mm-hmm. with the coat, mm-hmm. sitting on the back of the couch, mm-hmm. and he had his legs crossed and his yeah. face. I think he was poking his lips his out. His lips were a little puckered. Yeah. Lips, lips were puckered. But then there was also the Valentine's Day one with the roses and all yes. that. Yes, I mean, it, I guess it was one of those things where beauty's in the eye of the beholder, right? Personally, right. for me, that image. Didn't do it for me. Which one? The roses? Or yeah. The roses None with the that. box? No, no. You None didn't like, you didn't like I, the, the entire shoot to me personally, I uh-huh. was just kind of like, I, I'm like, right. yeah, you know, okay. Um, but did you feel like he was being emasculated? I did, that's the thing. I didn't feel like it was an emasculation thing. I just felt like it was, in my eyes, not styled in a way that I mm-hmm. thought was attractive. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, I've seen him look better in better shoots. I've seen mm-hmm. him portrayed, you know... Um, mm-hmm. More in a, in a more masculine way. Yeah, and it wasn't even a masculine feminine thing. I just didn't find it sexy. If that's what they were going for, like sex symbol on the cover right. of Ebony magazine holding the roses, it just didn't read like that to me. Mm. And I think that he's, you know, an attractive guy and he's doing a lot of things in Hollywood and all that. But the emasculation part, I didn't necessarily see that. Mm. I just felt like that artistically was what they wanted to do. And he, of course, had to sign off on that as well, too, right? right. Because, like you said, no covers go to print unless the unless talent he says this is what I want approves it. Absolutely, you know. But you, as a black man in Hollywood, is sending. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel about that? Well, to me, I'm I'm not into fashion like that. Mm-hmm. Like y'all know me, I wear the same T-shirt every day. <laughs> I, I wear the same sweatpants, so I'm not hip right. on what's fashionable and what's not fashionable. I like I see things, and to me, sometimes things are just not fashionable or what I would wear. I'm from Brooklyn. I grew up in the '90s. I would wear Tim's. Jeans, bootcut jeans, you know what I'm saying? Like that would just be (laughs) me. But I've also learned through my my styling team, shout out to Cherie, that you have to change things up. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? As and evolve as a person, unless you want to get stuck as that old man who still wears Mm -hmm. the same clothes that you wore when you were in high school. Coogee sweaters pulling um, them out, can't go hats. (laughs) And to me, also, fashion is always not about masculine, feminine. For example, the the whole wearing a mask, big baggy clothes with the holes in it with the big boots thing. I don't think that's a masculine feminine thing. To me, that's just not what I want to wear. Mm-hmm. But it's fashionable. Mm-hmm. People are wearing these big red shoes that look like Legos and people think it's fashionable. I just, I'm not into fashion like that. But when it comes to 
the whole emasculation of a person through one post, like one photo, mm -hmm. I think that's bullshit, right? right? And I'll give you an example. Kev on stage posted I was just a video say, yeah. mm -hmm. talking about all of the hyper-masculine things that that Jonathan Majors has been in, right? right. And this year alone... Has done already. And this year alone, right. he's played a fire pilot. He's played a cowboy. Mm -hmm. He's been a boxer. He's uh -huh. been Kang, the mm -hmm. biggest emperor in, in Marvel. The, yeah, and he, he did a villain, something right? else. He was a villain. Yeah. And he played something. I forgot what the other one he played in. But right. long story boxer. short... He's a boxer. He was a boxer. Yeah. Long story short, Jonathan Majors has been hyper-masculine mm -hmm. for the better part of the last five years. And had the, he's done mad photo shoots. Yes, mad photo mad shoots. Mad photo shoots. But here it is. There's one photo shoot. Mm -hmm. And now the narrative behind this photo shoot is the emasculation of Jonathan Majors. Mm -hmm. And it's like, are we not going to talk about the other 99,000 pieces <laughs> of content that is out right. there but just because you disagree with this one photo, mm -hmm. now it's this whole theory that they're trying to emasculate him. Mm -hmm. People, once again, are forgetting about the time. Like, mm -hmm. this is what he chose to do in this moment, mm -hmm. right? Plus, if we being honest, right, I look at some of the stuff that he's wore, right, or is wearing, mm -hmm. and I go back to the 70s. Some of the most masculine oh, men, yeah. history's coming right? back. Some of the most masculine men in history, for example... Ike Turner. Prince. No, no, not Prince. Mm -hmm. Ike Turner mm -hmm. wore wigs with a bob. Mm -hmm. Eyeliner. Oh, yeah, that blunt bang. Right, baby. the blunt number. <laughs> I, I aspire. Um, that was by him. I love I, that. He had eyeliner, mm -hmm. super, super tight shorts, tight leather pants, mm -hmm. heels yeah, with platform shoes, heels, yeah. suede shirts, net, netted, fitted shirts with his chest out. And was fucking mad bitches. <laughs> and, the re and the reason why I say that is because fashion cannot determine your masculinity. You understand oh, yes. what I'm saying? Fashion, clothing, colors, all that. Like, just, I think we've gotten past that. It can't determine, I would hope. It can't determine your, your masculinity. For example, Russell Westbrook, right? They got on Russell Westbrook because he wore a kilt. They got on him because sometimes he wears clothes that are super fitted or may have his chest out in a low V cut, and they're just like, why is Russell... I guarantee you, nobody who puts in these comments that Russell Westbrook is feminine will go up to Russell Westbrook in his face and say, that's him. <laughs> the man is 6'3", I think 210 pounds chiseled, right? And he's from Oakland, I believe. I believe he's from Oakland. I'm somewhere in California, and they're not going to roll up on him. But social media makes it easy for people to just throw out opinions mm -hmm. and hide behind keyboards. Mm -hmm. And... The greater social media becomes, the harder it is for us to decipher whose opinions matter and whose opinions don't. And my biggest thing is, before you discredit anybody's opinions, how about we just take a chance to look at who's giving the opinion and where their opinion may be coming from? That's a fact. Because when I even think about it, so me, from my life experience and, mm -hmm. and how we exist within our family, thinking back to that photo of us in the park, and seeing that, mm -hmm. I just know it's a moment where, wow, like my husband chooses to celebrate me in this moment. He knows that I'm trying to get back out there. Right. Just had two kids back to back. We now our family of one that wasn't supposed to be three in this apartment right. is now three in this apartment. Right. There were so many things going on. So you in that moment chose to celebrate me. So when I see the Rihanna ASAP cover, mm -hmm. my first thing isn't to think, damn. Rihanna is like pulling him behind like a little right. child. Like she has two children, like and right. he's in the background. My thing was Oh shoot! Like yeah. we're celebrating Rihanna in this moment because yeah. 
you know, she's doing big things now. This is her first time coming back out. And he's holding down the fort at home because he knows the importance of having right. the family close by. Like those are the those are the, the narratives what, and the images that's that's coming to came me. To you. Because that's because been that's, your experience. That's my life experience. Exactly. So it's a literally a direct correlation between the two. And then I think some people are just in general upset about everything and they're trying to always pick something apart. <laughs> and but, that's but, what they're gonna do. But regardless. that's why but that's why I also feel like you can't discredit people's opinions because it's different than yours, mm -hmm. right? Me and Tribble just had about an hour-long discussion about this whole thing, and it gets heated because we both have our opinions based on our viewpoint in life, but right. also our life experience, yeah. right? So what you don't do is you don't discredit someone's opinion mm -hmm. by saying you're wrong. You listen and say, you know what? I can see where you're coming from because this is what you've experienced. Mm -hmm. This art made me feel a way because of what I experienced. That's when you you begin to create like full natural uh, dialogue that creates a greater level of thinking. When you can look at someone who's experienced something different from you, who looks different than you, because Tribble is a woman, I'm a man, she's a queer woman, I'm a heterosexual man. Mm -hmm. We can have different life experiences in the same life, see the same picture and think two different things. Mm -hmm. And you know what's the best part about it? It's okay. <laughs> right. It's okay. But the dialogue that comes around it has to remain in a place of positivity where we can learn from each other, mm -hmm. not poke at each other and use it to gaslight or, or use it as a trigger for each other. And when I look at social media, that's what I see. Mm -hmm. You know, like I see some comments, even with the Jonathan Majors picture, it was just like, oh, the minute, the next thing is he going to be wearing a dress or the next thing is he going to be wearing pink or this. And it's just like, bro. Well, it was a Valentine's Day edition, so he was wearing it's, pink. It's about love. <laughs> it's, it's about love. And, and you also, wore a pink sweater recently, too. I wore a pink sweater the other day. Yeah. You know, don't know why? Because it was dope. It was dope. fly. <laughs> that's the only reason why. I was why. like, that, that. Yeah, dope. I like the busted. color pattern with the black uh -huh. and the pink. It didn't matter to me that it was pink. Um, I was not concerned about being emasculated by my team who, who got the pink sweater for me. Mm -hmm. it, I just thought it was dope. You know what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. I also feel like we have to get rid of this whole idea that in order to be successful, you have to give up part of who you are. Mm -hmm. That's not the case, right? And what I get tired of is people discrediting other people's success by saying they sold their soul or they're part of the quote-unquote Illuminati <laughs> because you didn't work as hard as they did to get there. I'll give you another example. Last year, I did a picture downstairs in the theater. Oh, God. Right. That's when it, we fully got inducted this, to this the is when, right? This is when I knew people Please. was full of shit. Right? <laughs> I did a picture downstairs and I had just become friends with Eva. Mm -hmm. Right? Uh, and Eva, if y'all don't know Eva, Eva won America's Next Top Model. She had one of the most famous pictures of, uh, what I don't know what it was. It was a spider. It was a spider. It was a tarantula. Yes. And the tarantula was on her hand. Yes. And she was covering her eye and the other fingers were on the other eye and the tarantula right. was climbing up her hand, right? Right. So I was making a joke and making fun of Eva when we were doing the pictures because I was like, I'm going to do shoot a picture like Eva and send it to her. Uh-huh. So we shot the picture and the picture actually came out dope. Right. So, it was something about the way the light was hitting from the projector on you yes. that we were like, oh, shoot, the light just happened to hit you at this angle. And, and Josh was, was like, oh, shoot, this might actually work. Remember there was the yellow hyphen? Yeah. And the yellow hyphen crossed my eye at the same time. Right. So I put my hand like Eva making a funny face mm -hmm. and the yellow crawled my eye. So we posted it. And I look under the post and I see... I knew this was going to happen. He sold his soul. <laughs> Say it ain't so devout. He's a party Illuminati. Right. Then I was like, oh, it's just a couple comments. You know, people just doing whatever. Then I go to YouTube 
And there's a YouTube page that says the Ellis's sold. There's a, a YouTube video that says the Ellis's sold their soul, part of the Illuminati, 10 reasons why. And they went through all of my pictures right. for the 2,000 and something pictures for the last seven years. There was a picture of me too um, in that African outfit where I was like, yes. I was just posed with my arms kind of just hanging down in between my legs. And they're like, she's in the Freemasonry pose. In the Freemasonry pose. I'm like, what pose. the hell is that? <laughs> um, our our, our t-shirts for Elite Prototype Athletics was the diamond. Mm -hmm. The triangle was created, not the diamond. The triangle was created because it's supposed to be the athlete, the parent, and the coach. Mm -hmm. That was what we called the triangle of success for athletes. Mm -hmm. And in the middle, it had an EPA, Elite Prototype Athletics. They used that triangle and said, see, he's a part of the Illuminati. They removed the <laughs> eye. But if you look at the picture and he has his eye in the Illuminati. And then when I put the, um, the, the shoot that we did for Kairos... Uh, maternity. Yes. Yeah. And you had the, the all-seeing eye, the yeah. eye of Ra in right. your stomach. So they said the all-seeing eye, the triangle, and then <laughs> one of my close friends, Jason, uh -huh. his um, J Cole. Shout out to J Cole. He's the one who trained Cairo and Jackson. He has a triangle as well mm -hmm. on his, and we've never talked about why he has a triangle. Mm -hmm. But they said we are now. We now are putting our friends into the circle and you can tell them <laughs> him paying homage to the Ellis's because he has a triangle for cold world training. And I bust out laughing when I first saw it, but then I was like, yo, you know how dangerous this is? Mm -hmm. Because when I looked at the video at the time, there was like 40,000 uh, views of the video. Mm -hmm. And then I was looking at the captions and I, I mean, I'm looking at the comments and people were believing it. Mm. And then people were also giving in their examples of, yeah, I saw Kadeen do this and DeVal has said this. And I'm like, wait a minute. So the 40,000 people watched it and there were like 700 comments of people agreeing with the video and saying this always happens at some point to reach that level of success you have to sell out. Mm. And I was like, you know what? It's no longer funny to me. Yeah. It's not funny. It's yeah. fucked up. And I'm going to tell right. you why it's, it's not funny. Kadeen and I have worked our asses off to get here. For a long and yes, time. we have sacrificed. You know what we sacrificed? We have sacrificed finances. We have sacrificed time with our family. family we have sacrificed kids. time with our friends. Mm -hmm. And we've sacrificed going out and spending money on things that could have made us feel good in the moment. Mm -hmm. And we saved to, to create a, a greater environment for not only us to succeed, but our friends around us to succeed. Mm -hmm. And now it's not being validated for the hard work. No. But it's being discredited as a part of devil worship. Right. And the fact is that narrative can run Oh, and, yeah, absolutely. It'll run faster than anything else we've done. And be a detriment done. to our entire everything. And and to be honest, I'm starting to get sick of it. Right. And when I watch Rihanna and ASAP, and no, I'm not saying that they're not a part of the Illuminati. I don't know. I don't believe in the Illuminati because if, if the Illuminati exists and I'm in it, well, somebody owe me a check. That's a fact. Because we're not, we, in, that we not in that elite Illuminati tax bracket yet. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? We ain't there. So uh, somebody owe me something. If, if the Illuminati is real and I'm a part of it, somebody right. let me know who let I got to talk to. Let me know exactly who's you know, on the board of directors. a couple more commas Shit. than I need. <laughs> but it's, I'm just getting tired of watching people yeah. on social media yeah. utilize their own life experience to discredit people who have done great things yep. by trying to take away the hard work they've put into it. And the it. fact you know that people saying? really take the time to sit here and go through people's pages and go through every post and go through every podcast episode and go through every video to then pull this, again, like I said, you're always going to find something to support yes. whatever your cause is. Yes. It's absolutely ridiculous. It is. It's absolutely ridiculous it at this point. But also, too, going back to Rihanna and ASAP's uh, picture people saying it's just the baby daddy asap in his own right has a career absolutely 
And Absolutely. his net worth, I mean, I don't know what it is now. I think when I looked it up last time, it estimates somewhere around $20 million. ASAP um, is no slouch. But he's no slouch. He's no slouch at all. She didn't just find some random dude that would with, with, with right. shit, not do nothing. And she just was like, oh, I'm just right. going to, you know, have his babies and right. just make him sit back here and I'm going to just right. control him. Right. I'm sure. And knowing the kind of person that Rihanna is just based off of what I've seen of her, because I don't know her personally, so I can't speak on mm. that. She doesn't seem like she's just going to take any, any old slouch nah. either. You know what nah. I'm saying? Like, nah. she's probably going to look for someone who's equally as strong and has Absolutely. a lot to offer. Absolutely. I can't, I can't see someone like Rihanna in that position of power. That's how just our saying, island girls do too, you know. Yeah, island girls are a lot. Yeah, a lot to deal with. I'll Listen, tell you that. all right. But um, <laughs> I, just, I just feel like when we're having these conversations as a community of people, mm -hmm. right, rather than arguing with each other and placing blame on each other, because as Tribble and I were talking, it was like, why does it always end up being a black woman versus black man thing? And mm -hmm. Tribble said something that I think is hilarious, but it's also true. That's also the narrative they're trying to push. These bots. I know the bots. There's a whole bunch it. of bots that just say whatever. Purposely setting us up. But she has said that we often play the oppression Olympics, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> Who was more oppressed? Was it black women being oppressed by their voices or black women being black men being targeted with violence. Like who was more oppressed? Mm -hmm. And I feel like number one, we have to validate the fact that black women and black men in the world have been the most oppressed people in the world. Mm -hmm. Like, like when we, when we think about holocausts, there's not one holocaust, you know, the black holocaust that existed in the Congo with King Leopold, Mm -hmm. was a holocaust it was a black holocaust that happened in the congo over 15 million african Amer africans were slaughtered for rubber and i believe sugar mm. and it isn't talked about enough mm -hmm. but black people all over the globe have experienced um similar atrocities and worse atrocities that happened in america to black americans and also to the jewish people that happened in germany mm -hmm. so there isn't just one thing that's happened like people have been oppressed all over the world mm -hmm. and i feel like we as black people have to stop arguing with each other about who has it the worst. Mm -hmm. Because it seems like every time we get into one of these things, it's where it's a Rihanna and where it's ASAP Rocky, it's Whose well, black, well, black men need to be celebrated. Da, da, da. Well, black women need to be celebrated because black women, it's just like we're arguing about art right. where there's a, a multimillionaire and a billionaire on a picture of a British magazine cover. Mm -hmm. Can we celebrate the fact with their child? Right. Can we celebrate the fact that here is a black family, even if you don't even agree with how their family is constructed? Okay, they're not married and they had a baby before they got married. Right. Oh, well. But we have a black billionaire and a multimillionaire mm -hmm. and who is going to be the heir to whatever they leave behind yeah. on the cover of a British year magazine. Like, right. we should be celebrating that. Mm -hmm. But instead, we're having dialogue about who's emasculated and who's right. had it worse. Taking it all apart. Lord Jesus. And and I say that because... and and. The reason why I get so like passionate about this mm -hmm. is because I want people to realize what you search will become your reality in this day and age. You put something in Google, you put something in your search bar for IG or Twitter, the analogs, not the analogs, the, the algorithm, the algorithm yeah. is then going to send you similar topics, similar videos, similar pictures, and create a whole world around you that now you think is the world when it's really just one small tidbit of what's really going on in the Shit, world. Sometimes I look at my explore page and I'm like, what the who who <laughs> who be on my IG page? Because I don't know what the hell some of that stuff is that mm -hmm. pops up on my explore page. So it just mm -hmm. really it, you're on you're right. It depends on what their agenda is, what the forces that be are trying to feed you 
on a day-to-day basis. And it's like, do you fall into that trap or do you not? We have some facts and stats um, about this here. Let's see what we're talking about when it talks about um, representation, media, um, emasculation, or the agenda of emasculation. Uh, A 2021 study showed that 79% of people said more diversity is needed on screens. Mm. Positive media representation can be helpful in increasing self-esteem for people of marginalized groups, especially youth. Um, Interpersonal contact and exposure through media representation can assist in reducing stereotypes of underrepresented groups, which is essentially what I think we tried to, to do. Absolutely. You know, I don't think we... Sought to do that initially, but it kind of become that. I mean, yeah, we, we never sought to do it, but I mean, subconsciously, we are very purposeful about yeah, trying sure. to represent underrepresented right. groups because I believe that representation representation does Matters, matter. Yeah, and like you know? black love, for example, showing more of the yes, black absolutely, family unit, absolutely. whatever that looks like. Um, representation in educational curricula and social media can provide validation and support, especially for youth of marginalized groups. So seeing Rihanna and ASAP on a on a cover, like you said, two black people, a billionaire, yes. multimillionaire, and their son, can be something that's empowering for our youth versus Absolutely. seeing all the other garbage that they see on social media Absolutely. anyway. Absolutely. Four in ten people who feel poorly represented or have a physical disability say that they don't see enough people with their body type. A similar percentage of gender nonconforming people share this same sentiment. And often the lives of people in entertainment don't resemble their actual own real life. Absolutely. So again, art. 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 Those who feel poorly represented attribute this sentiment to not seeing enough people who behave like them, which is 33%, coming from the same economic level, 29%, speaking with the same accents or dialects, 22%, having families like theirs, 21%, and live in a home like theirs, 21%. So this... This is what I say about representation and why I think representation is important, right? Representation to, speaks to the people who have no voice, mm-hmm. right? right? And this is why I think it's important for artists to understand their choices and also be able to explain why they made certain choices, mm-hmm. right? What if, we don't know, this is just a what if, we don't know. Mm-hmm. What if Jonathan Majors has an entire group of friends who are exist in the queer community, mm-hmm. right? And he said, yo, the next cover I'm going to do, I'm going to represent y'all. Mm. What's wrong with that? That's very possible too. You know what I'm saying? Yep, it's What's standing wrong with for that? a cause. Because what, and, and this is, and I, I want people to just think about this, is because sometimes people who, who feel represented by a person thinks that that person should only represent them. So right now, black men feel like Jonathan Major should only represent black men. And they, but they only think he should only represent black heterosexual men. Right. So if he chooses to do a piece of art that doesn't represent black heterosexual life, I feel like black heterosexual men get triggered. Mm-hmm. And that's when it becomes, oh, this is the agenda. The agenda, yeah. It's like, bro, did you not watch the last five years of all the hyper masculine stuff that he's done? I I I can speak for black heterosexual men who feel like we're often underrepresented underrepresented, especially in Hollywood especially when you lead families, because we feel like we don't see uh, pictures of black, strong family men. In Hollywood. In Hollywood, specifically. specifically. And especially in sports, right? And I'm just Mm -hmm. speaking from our standpoint, right? Mm Because I can only speak from our standpoint. For example, Kyrie Irving was raised raised by a single black father. Mm -hmm. 
how come we don't have a lot of exposés about how his father raised him? But mm. we have so many stories about LeBron's mom and mm. KD's mom. Mm -hmm. And I've listened to a lot of black men say like, yo, Kyrie's dad like raised a great man who is now one of the leaders in the NBA, who mm -hmm. is a champion, mm -hmm. who was a rookie of the year. Like, we don't ever hear his story told the same way they dramatize. See, I didn't even know that. I exactly. had no idea that he was raised. I've, I've met his dad like once or twice, but I had exactly. no idea that he was a single dad raising him. And, and the only reason why I'm giving this example is because when you feel underrepresented, mm -hmm. when you see something that you think someone is supposed to be representing you and they choose to not represent you in the way you want them to represent you, you feel triggered mm -hmm. and you attack them. That's not the way you go about doing things mm -hmm. because we also have to remember the moment, right? Jonathan Majors in that moment chose to represent something that mattered to him in that moment. We don't know what it is because it's art. And hopefully he'll be able to tell one day what, why he made those choices. He doesn't have to. It's right. art. It's subjective. Anybody can think about it. I'm wondering it. too, did anyone ever read the, lit, the, 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 the article? Because typically the article has something to kind of do with. Well, the um, the cover, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So it's and I, I agree with you on that. If you read the article, you might get a better understanding right. of the say cover. He was trying to represent right. his friends who may be of right. the queer community. And that's what the image, that's, that, if, that's the image. We're just not saying if, that, right? Because we just never that know. may not be. It but could just also say that be, was the case. Yeah, right. It could just be that he liked the, the costuming. It could be that. It could have been that. But just to say, like, people don't even investigate any further. Right. It's the clickbait. It's that's the, the clickbait, right? The instant, like, oh, shoot, right. what's happening here? But also, People have discussions about covers without reading the article all the time. All the time. So we can't say that yeah. you have to read that's the article. True. If the cover made you feel a way, mm -hmm. that's what the cover did. Like all covers are in, are supposed to make you feel an emotion. So and that's why. Hold on a second. That's why mm -hmm. I feel like when you when I said in my soundbite, how you feel about what you saw says more about you right. than it does about the people in the photo. Is because then you have to start taking inventory of why did this cover make me feel this way. Because essentially, Rihanna, in her season, right, where mm -hmm. she is right now, could have done a cover alone. Yes. She didn't have to include, or, no. or you know, ASAP and the baby didn't have to be included no. in it. So it's like, what would have made people feel better in that moment if it was Rihanna with ASAP next to her and the baby on their lap? That's then now pushing the narrative of the family, right? It may have made the right. cover more about the entire unit together versus if the cover that was already presented. So what what I have heard listening to people and reading a bunch of comments, but also using the Waymaker cover or even LeBron and Savannah's Vanity Fair cover. Yes. Right? Right. LeBron was standing behind Savannah. Yes. Right? But he was still standing in the position of protection. Mm -hmm. Right? LeBron wasn't smaller than Savannah. Right. Now, granted, it's hard to make LeBron, LeBron smaller than Savannah. <laughs> smaller, He's 6'8". Yeah. Yeah. But still, he wasn't so far in the background that he was smaller than Savannah and Savannah was in the foreground. Mm -hmm. LeBron was directly behind right. Savannah in that moment. And say, for example, they had the child in that moment and she bounced back. He could have been holding the child, staring directly into the camera, similar to the picture of Beyonce in the front and then Jay-Z was behind Beyonce. Mm -hmm. Like, I got my eye on you. I always got her back. She mm -hmm. was still the centerpiece of the picture. Mm -hmm. So I got so many different examples of what they could have done. Right. But here's my thing. That photo was about that moment. Mm -hmm. That moment was about coming back off retirement from five years of performance. That moment was about being a mom and having a support system mm -hmm. in the man who was... Because this is another thing. There's also so much that can be empowering about that photo. Of course. Imagine, That's how I received it. Right. Imagine a black man who has a child with a billionaire 
who doesn't feel any type of way to be like, go baby shine. That's it. I no got insecurities you. there. I got you. Go yep. shine. Like to me, when I saw it, that's that's what's empowering. And then they're like, well, he's being emasculated. He'd probably be like, who's emasculating me? <laughs> this was my fucking idea. You <laughs> right. know what I'm saying? Like right. people can't emasculate you when you have a choice on what gets presented. And that's mm -hmm. another thing that I think people need to realize. These covers don't just take pictures, send you home, and then post a picture. Mm -hmm. Artists have the right to decide what's going to be the final edit of the picture posted. That is a fact. That's it is part fact. of the contract. Yep. Artists get to decide that. So the whole idea that he was emasculated to me is just asinine because he could have been like, yo, I don't like that picture. Take me out. Or I don't have to be a part of it if you want to do something with her. Or mm -hmm. let's choose a different picture. Mm -hmm. He was a part of the decision-making process, which right. to me shows even more empowerment because he's not afraid to say, baby, go in the front. Right. I got you with the baby thing. in the back. That's you know what fact. I'm saying? Yep. Deval and I had done a photo cover for another magazine a while back, and they attempted to put the cover out before we co-signed on it. Yes. And we pulled that shit back and was like, absolutely not, because yep. Deval felt like I was standing there looking like a mannequin, and this was not... Yep. It, it didn't reflect, it didn't reflect our love story. It didn't us. reflect what it was supposed to reflect in that moment. So we were like, you got to pull that as the cover. That cannot be it. Right. Let's reassess that. Yes. You know, so these things do not go yes. to print <laughs> without yes. several different people yes. checking several different boxes. And if, if I, if I can imagine anything Rihanna is like as a businesswoman in that moment, and it speaks to her being the billionaire that she is, She's not going to let them put anything out no. that she does not agree on. Not at all. And have herself all up in that mix. Not She's at all. She's probably telling them to go to hell first. Absolutely. <laughs> before they print something Absolutely. without her permission. All right, y'all. Uh, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to go into listener letters after we pay some bills. Yes. And we're going to come back and see what y'all have to say this week. There's power in every purchase because every time we buy a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. And y'all know I love my lip bar products. That's just one to name a few. There is a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. Show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. That's right, y'all. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. That's right. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black-owned products you can add to your daily routine. You may be aware that most people who are black have O blood type. O is commonly needed for emergencies and life-saving measures. But did you know one in three of us is a match for patients with sickle cell disease? You, along with the American Red Cross, regardless of your blood type, can help by donating blood. Every day, our blood saves lives and eases the pain for those living with sickle cell. When you donate blood, there is a direct positive impact within our community. Right now, there is great need for blood donations in the African-American community. Every donation counts and makes a difference in someone's life. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. During the break, let's quickly talk about a couple things that are important to most people I know. Comfort and style. Crocs, classic clogs, and sandals have both covered. When I'm talking about style, I mean personal style. There are just so many colors and so many gibbet charms that you can add to the Crocs to make them unique. You can dress up your Crocs to match your mood, to match your personality, to fit the occasion, and you can change them up day to day. I mean, ultimately, you can stand out from the crowd in a way that only you can because it's your personal style. And now, let's talk about comfort. You know... 
It doesn't get better than Crocs, clogs, and sandals when it comes to being comfortable. Style and comfort are usually a trade-off, but here, they're a package deal. It's like you have cushions on your feet. Soft, stylish, personalized, colorful, cushy. That's right. So why wait? Head over to Crocs.com today and experience the comfort and style of Crocs classic clogs and sandals for yourself. Your feet will thank you. Okay, real talk. When did paying someone back become social media? What do you mean? Let's say I'm trying to lurk on you. You know, see what you're doing and who you're doing it with. I can stalk your pay app and find out what you're doing. Oh, yeah, that's, that's kind of weird. You do that? Not anymore. <laughs> I use Apple Cash. It's built into your iPhone, easy and secure. You can send and receive money right in messages. So no public feeds. And the money is immediately available to use with Apple Pay. Babe, did you just send me a dollar on Apple Cash? I just said our cash isn't content. Shh. <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. All right, jumping into listener letters. Let's see what wow. y'all got for us this week. Wow. We got the first one. I'll just dive right in. Good afternoon, y'all. How you know it's afternoon over here, first of all? <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. Good afternoon, y'all. Hope all is well. I love what you two represent. Keep doing your thing. Thank you. This may be lengthy. I'm sorry in advance, but a nigga <laughs> is in down bad. Okay. I'm coming to y'all because I don't know y'all personally and fear of being judged or joked on won't affect me. I've been with my wife for six years, married for three. I love porn. Like all porn, and that's capital. <laughs> like if I'm by myself, I can just sit and watch this shit like it's TV without getting an erection. SMH. Here's the thing. <laughs> None of what I watch is a reflection of what I want in my personal sex life. Also, my wife knew I watched it, but didn't know how deep it was until now. Mm. I just recently had surgery. The first night post-surgery, I'm in bed grimacing, and my wife is asking me certain questions to help me get through it. For some reason, she decides to use my phone to look up certain things about pain I'm experiencing and comes across my search history, which at the time had gay porn in it. I didn't even see her using my phone, SMH. I don't hide or delete nothing because I don't have anything to hide. Well, outside of my internet history <laughs> that normally gets deleted ASAP. She then softly confronts me. I told her I think it's an addiction and that I like and that it's been like this way before she came into my life. I continuously apologized, but she wanted to end our marriage. Y'all may not believe me, but I know my wife doesn't believe me, but I've never had any sexual encounters or feelings for a man. No curiosity, no nothing. Maybe my porn history negates that in most people's eyes. Maybe. Most people will say I'm in denial, but it has never left safari. <laughs> and me personally, I'm not partaking in that. My wife is a voluptuous, sexy, she's voluptuously sexy. And our sex is good when we have it. Not as freaky as it used to be, but it's good. We have a one-year-old. I never cheated and do not intend to. It's been a month and a half and no intimacy has taken place since then. All other husband and wifely duties are in full effect, though. I may have left some things out. My bad. Just trying to paint the picture. But my question is, what do I do now? How do I get her to trust me again? Love me again? Make love and fuck, fuck me again? Um, I, I need some help, y'all. Definitely grabbing the book, too. Stay up. Thanks for grabbing the book. 
bro? This is what I will say. His wife is probably triggered because mm-hmm. every movie we see where a wife uncovers that her husband is gay typically starts with finding his porn history mm-hmm. and he watches gay porn. Mm-hmm. So in her mind, she's probably thinking he's gay and don't want to tell me or he's yeah. gay and trying to hide it. Right. And she may be feeling like if he is and has these urges or ha- has he been truthful with, with her me the entire time about what he's partaking in. Right. You know or just maybe also two. So she's, they have a one-year-old. So I already know what that's like postpartum life. And you're thinking, oh, shoot. Like, I just had this baby. My husband may not view my body the same way. Or he may not, oh, yeah, that's, that's you know, yeah, he yeah, may yeah. not be feeling me now because I just had this baby and we're having this transitionary period and my body is going through all these things. You know what I'm saying? Like, has that pushed him into this arena? There can be a lot of things. But he I, said he I explained think, it was going on I for a while. I think not knowing, like, watching someone's porn history, mm-hmm. in my opinion, tells you what they're into and what they like. You mm-hmm. see someone liking to see two people engage in sexual activity and you just watch it. Mm-hmm. Why do you watch it if you don't like it? Right. Like, I just don't understand. I, or it could I, be curiosity. It could just be like, you know, well, I've never seen this before or I've never understood it before. So let me see what it looks like. Let me tell you something. From a man's perspective, right? Mm-hmm. When I'm watching- From a porn, heterosexual man. Heterosexual yeah. man's perspective. But even a man's perspective, because I've talked to my friends who are gay, the type of porn they watch. Okay. The type of porn you watch is typically indicative of the things you like. Right. Like, I, mean, I think about like I what, can't, like, and this is no disrespect. This is no disrespect to um, white porn stars. I'm not racist, but I just don't get aroused by white porn. Right. So I don't. I don't just. I don't watch white porn. Same. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Same. That's not my preference. So for me, I don't understand how you could just watch porn mm-hmm. just to watch it. It's not like the storylines be great. <laughs> like, 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 what do you, what are you looking What's for? The, plot the twist cinematography now? is not what you, you know what I'm saying. It's like mm-hmm. I, I don't understand, but also I'm not going to judge him because there may be people who watch porn just to watch to porn. Just watch that I don't know. He said he watches it and doesn't get an, an erection. He just watches it like it's regular TV. Right, but also people say that when they try to hide things. You know what I'm saying? Like, like we can't sit here and make it seem like oh, it's just okay to just watch porn. No, I don't know anybody in my life who just will go in the room. And watch porn for any other reason other than to just get an erection and jack off. Right. All my boys that I talk to when they watch, that's what they say they watch. Or any porn women for. that I've or some women I've spoken to say they use it to like get start to stimulate, to stimulate, to stimulate yeah. the, the arousal mm-hmm. process. Right. So if porn is utilized to stimulate the arousal process, and right. there's gay porn in your history, of course your wife is going to be yeah. suspicious about what your your true wants and desires are. Like I don't oh, I don't blame sure. her. Yeah, for you sure. You know what I'm saying? I don't. I don't blame anybody who finds out that way. Mm-hmm. Like, that's very difficult. And I'm going to be honest with you, bro. I don't know how to get you to get your wife to understand where you're coming from. Because I, I don't, don't know. understand it. Like, yeah. I don't understand. Like, yeah. and I'm not, I'm not judging you. Yeah. Because there's so many different lifestyles and things that I don't understand. Mm-hmm. But I wish I could help you. Mm-hmm. What I will say is that you probably do need to have a lot of conversations. Um, it's going to be hard for her to believe like and this and he even said it. She's probably not going to believe what I have to say. Right. But um, how would you feel? Just be honest. Mm-hmm. How would you feel if you looked through my phone mm-hmm. and then you just found a whole bunch of gay porn? And then I told you, but See? but uh, babe, I've never like done it. I just watch it. Would you believe I was telling the truth, or would you be like me knowing Deval? 
that I've known for 20 years? The same person right now. Everything you know. Same person you know right now. I would think you were researching it for some reason. Like, I would be like, maybe maybe something is going on where he's trying to get an understanding for something. Like, I wouldn't think that DeVal is interested in men. Just knowing you and knowing who you are. I think that there'd have to be some sort of reason. Because you know me. Because I know you. My thing is, too, has there anything that has happened in the past in their relationship that would make her think like, aha, so that happened, that happened, that happened. I was kind of worried about this friend that he have. And then now right. I see your gay porn history and I'm like, oh, now I'm putting the dots together. It, is, it could be that, too. This is also one thing I think you have to think about, right? Women in general, in general have been surprised by their men having sexual exploits with other men because it's not it's not appealing it's not approved like society doesn't approve homosexuality all the time right mm -hmm. so a lot of men are living double lives right and they've talked about it. like the right. whole dl thing was a thing in the black community for a long time right so i think that it's a trigger for black women right when they see something that may not be in alignment with the person that they're dating the trigger is automatically is this person hiding a part of himself that he doesn't feel comfortable being because society made it uncomfortable. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. am I a victim of being tricked because this person can't live that life? You know what right, I'm saying? Right, like, right. and and That's a very real thing. It is a real thing. It you know what I'm saying? And, and, and to be honest, this goes back to judging people for being different. And then those people feeling shamed for having different thoughts. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wish we could get to a time where we allow people to be different and not try to convert everybody to be one thing. Right. Because when you do that and people feel different, they feel like they're going to be shamed, they hide it. Mm -hmm. And the last thing people want to do is be outed. You know, um, it's, it's no secret that I have friends who live different lifestyles. And I ask them all the time, like, yo, you never felt comfortable just being yourself? Like, why did you feel like you have to? And they were just like, I asked them, I said, was it safety? Mm -hmm. Did you feel like you were going to get beat up? And some of them is big dudes. Like, it's like, ain't nobody whipping my ass. Like, I had one friend that'd be like, let me tell you something, bro. It would take a lot of heterosexual men to fuck me up. Like, he's, he's big. He brawlic, mm -hmm. dude. But he was like, it wasn't even that type of fear. Mm -hmm. It was just fear of being accepted. Right. You know? Just mm -hmm. fear of just being be able to walk down the street and not have a scarlet letter because you're just not like everybody else. Mm -hmm. And I think this woman... Well, we didn't hear her perspective, but maybe in fear of that. Like, mm -hmm. was this man living a different life his whole time? His whole time. Trying to be yep. something he's really not. So, yep. brother, I'm going to pray for the both of you. Yeah. Um, Let's keep having those conversations. Keep having bro. those conversations. Try to try it. If you love your wife, give her grace and give her time. Yeah. Because what she found out is not easy mm -hmm. to deal with. And especially you know at the time she's finding it out too. Like you said, they have a one-year-old. That's, that's a good point. There's a lot of a good point. still existing postpartum, you know, um, issues that could potentially be going on. You know, her just trying to feel like herself again too and her feeling maybe not sexy or not attractive. Like those are things that we go through when right. you have a one-year-old, you know? So um, just keep the conversations open. Um, and, and if you get a chance, write in and explain to us like why you just watch porn. I really mm -hmm. want to know, like, Right. Just not as a like joke, because he said he's not afraid of being a joke. But I really want to understand, like, how you can just turn on porn, right. not be aroused. Because, oh, maybe it's because I'm an artist. And I, to me, cin cinematics is, like, so important to me. 
that I was like, I just can't watch porn just to watch it because the cinematography is terrible, the storylines be terrible. <laughs> the and, acting be bad. And, and if it's not the type of women that I'm interested in, I can't watch it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm but saying? But I think porn so. also serves a purpose for you, right? Yeah. Like it does for most people. For him, it may just be entertaining. It's like putting on Netflix. <laughs> it's like That's true. Sh- I just want to know streaming. why. Because yeah. also, I just don't watch porn. Right. Like, I'm just not a, like, I don't wake up and be like, man, it's Monday. What am I going to do, man? Let me just go check and see what's happening on <laughs> Pornhub. Porn yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just not part of my thought process. But that, that may be, be yeah. a whole society of people, and I'm not judging you, bro. I just kind of want to know, like, right. Right. how you got to that point. So. For sure. But thank you for writing in. No doubt. And thank you for getting the book. Appreciate you. Yes, sir. Number two. Hello, Kadena DeVal. First off, I love you too and have been a fan of the show for the past year. Thank you so much. I can't thank you enough for all the hard work you both do to bring quality and relevant topics to the podcast each week. We appreciate you. The episode, Take a Break Before It's Too Late, hit home for me. I'm a 28-year-old black woman who currently is finishing up my EDS degree for professional counseling, working full-time as a school counselor, track coach, graduate assistant, honor society president, studying for my comps, and do other side hustle like Pet sit, house sit, she making money. Yeah. Braid hair, et cetera, to make extra money. I, I feel she you, She got to be a Jamaican girl. You I got love, mad jobs. I love it. <laughs> I actually got sick the same day I listened to this show and have spent the last five days trying to recover. My question to you both is how do I find the drive to keep going to do all of these tasks? P.S. It is only for a short period of time. I graduate in May and a lot of tasks will be off my plate come then. Any advice? would help because a sister is tied, 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 tied. <laughs> Thank you all for you two and what you do. Well, I, that was the answer to the question, sis. The light is at the end of the tunnel. May yeah. is about to be here before you yeah. know it. You've been juggling all this time. And that, I mean, look at that. Professional counselor degree, counselor, track coach, this, that, the third, so many things. Listen, sometimes it's the hustle period. Yes. And this seems like exactly what you're in, but it's all for a good cause. I mean, once all these things are alleviated off of your plate, then you can really kind of reap the benefits and enjoy the hard work. So things are seasonal when it comes to, you know, trying to put in the work, putting your head down, just digging, digging, digging. And then you finally get to the end of that tunnel. You're like, oh, shit, that's what it was all for. And that team no sleep, I told y'all, I'm not subscribing to that no more. When you can't get y'all sleep, get your sleep. Case team, get sleep. I am team, get your sleep. It's better for everybody. It's better for you, your body, inflammation. I mean, I'm starting to get skinny now, y'all, because I've been drinking my sleep water, working and out, sleep. and sleeping. Okay? So certain things are going to learn. You're going to have to learn. Have to, to wait, for sure. I got nothing. You got nothing. Because the was... never shuts off. No, no. I don't ever shut off, y'all. So he, he's <clears throat> going to tell you to keep juggling even if you don't need to juggle. No, I'm not going to say that. What <laughs> yes, I'm saying is, is I got nothing because he, you see how she's trying to play me? And I was about to compliment her on her I'm answer. I'm not trying I to play like you. I'm, I'm just saying finish. my baby be working hard, y'all. And I'm the one that has to tell him, chill out. Chill out, all right? Just want to finish my thought. Let me Rihanna you and take you away. Hey, go get make a billion dollars. You ain't gonna get no argument from me. Shit. <laughs> he gonna be holding all the babies uh, in the what? background. <laughs> you make a billion dollars tomorrow. You ain't gonna hear a thing from me. Not a piece. One thing I do not care this thing is like I gotta be the only one making money. Hell My wife no. made a billion dollars. Good shit. <laughs> shit. <laughs> shit. Cause some of the stuff that I be wanting to do is gotta stop. Mm-hmm. But no, I was gonna say I'm not gonna say nothing because I felt like your answer was great. Yeah, like I just right felt there. you when you said May is right around the corner. Literally. The light is there. You see the light keep going till it's there. Yeah, that's it. All right, girl. If you want to be featured as a listener, no, I lied. Not a listener. If you want to be featured with one of the listener letters that you turn into us, email us at deadassadvice at gmail.com. Facts. That's D-E-A-D-A-S-S-A-D-V-I-C-E at gmail.com. And I love that, you know, men and women 
all walks of life, everyone writes in about something. And I love that y'all feel yes. comfortable that this is a safe space that you can write into us. Like, let's keep that going. I enjoy that. I enjoy thoroughly. it too. And I, and I feel honored. So thank y'all. All right. Moment of truth. We're talking emasculation of the black male. We're talking covers of magazines. We're talking positions of nice. men and women. What's your final words for the people today? Moment of truth. Time. Here's my moment of truth, right? When we look at Hollywood and we look at, for example, black women, black men that have worn dresses and all this other stuff. First mm -hmm. thing is black men are not the only one that wore dresses. Menstrual shows existed long before black people were even allowed to be a part of the theater. Mm. And menstrual shows were white men who wore dresses who made fun of white women and dressed up as women. So that's my first thing. Like, mm. this is not menstrual shows and, and black men dressing up in dresses is not a, a, new, a new thing. So mm -hmm. we can, like, dispel that. Right. right? Do and as many research. black men that dress up, there have been white men. Oh, no, 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 no. Not only that. As many Probably black more. men. Yes, absolutely. More. Like, one of our most revered artists of all time, Robin Williams, was yes. Mrs. Doubtfire, oh, which yes. is one of people's Rest favorite movies. Robin. And he dressed up for a purpose and not one person said Robin Williams is less of a man because he dressed up as Mrs. Doubtfire. I wonder if but, it's because of the role he had, though, because he was trying to see his kids and then people were like, oh, well, that makes sense. Black people still got on Martin for dressing up as Big Mama and he was a black man Thanks. dressing up to save the day. True. And he dressed up as Big Mama. So I don't, I don't think it's that. I, I think it's just that the sometimes... Image. The imagery. The imagery mm -hmm. and people's own interpretations of what... how Well, not own interpretations. People's own experiences in life are tri trigger them when they see other things. Mm -hmm. And they tend to project what their triggers are onto other people. Mm -hmm. And I want to say that about Rihanna and ASAP and also Jonathan Majors. Like, mm -hmm. let's not forget about the moment. The picture is only a moment. Mm -hmm. Let's stop taking a moment and making it be the epicenter or the epitome of what they are supposed to represent. You know, let's stop putting the representation of black families solely on Rihanna ASAP and their child. Let's not put the representation of what black manhood is supposed to be on Jonathan Majors in that moment. Mm -hmm. Right. If we're going to look at Jonathan Majors, let's look at all his work in, in totality. Mm -hmm. This is one picture where he has years of hyper-masculine work, mm -hmm. right? Let's look at Rihanna and ASAP. Let's not just look at the picture. Let's look at the years of everything that they've done, mm -hmm. right? So that would be my moment of truth is to understand that a picture says a thousand words, but it only <laughs> says a thousand words about the moment. I stole your line. You stole my line. Get out of my head, get out of my head, get out of my head. But no, my moment of truth was going to be that. A picture is worth a thousand words. Your words are not the full <laughs> thousand words. I like it. Your words may be 20, 30. How much do they allow you to put on Twitter? I don't even How know. How many characters? Things like 240. 240, 240 out of a thousand words. There's so many different takeaways and perspectives. Art is subjective for a reason. Yes. It's supposed to evoke conversation. It's supposed to make you feel something. And if it doesn't make you feel something, it probably was not successful as an nice. art piece. Take it for nice. what it is, y'all. It's exhausting. And, and lastly, <laughs> you have a choice not to support it right. if you don't like it. Keep it moving. Scroll past it. You know what I'm saying? It. Scroll past Not everything requires a dissertation, y'all. Absolutely. Jesus. Absolutely. Jesus. <laughs> and, and, I'm, and, and I'm sure Rihanna, ASAP, Jonathan Majors, they're going to be just fine. Facts. Living their life. Facts. So live your life. I would be fine. Oh, that was Dusty hey, what you did there. 
you said they chasing that paper. They chasing their paper. Chase yours. And mind your goddamn business sometimes. But speaking of which, though, like you said you was going to try to be a billionaire. When you going to start that? Cause Listen, I'm, I'm putting tired the wheels too. in motion, baby. I'm tired. I'm putting the wheels in motion. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Be sure to find us on Patreon. I want to know how many people have subscribed to that yet. Because you know why? We have exclusive Deadass Podcast video content live shows coming up this season yes, yes, yes. from our tour, all that good stuff. So be sure to be on Patreon and find us on social media. You can find our Instagram page, Dead Ass the Podcast. You can find me, Kadeen, I am on Instagram and TikTok. And I am Devout. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Dead Ass, y'all. Dead Ass is a production of iHeartMedia Podcast Network and is produced by Denora Pena and Tribble. Follow the podcast on social media at Deadass the Podcast and never miss a thing. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you. And how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. It's time to celebrate Black History Month at the Walmart Black and Unlimited Clock. One at Flatiron Plaza in New York City and one at Ovation Hollywood in Los Angeles from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. With giveaways dropping every hour on the hour, it's a perfect time to try, like, and share black-led products. It's free for everyone and it's your chance to see how you can level up your daily routine with black-led products that are creating a new world of choices at Walmart. Trust, you don't want to miss it.